Hey guys, this is Gabe. This is Brennan, and welcome back to Shadow Valley. Alrighty. So, today we've got a, another short episode, although we said the last episode was going to be short and ended up being close to an hour anyway, like all of our other episodes. So that was cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a lot to talk about, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And the story was good, too. I think it uh, it definitely added a little bit more time, which was good. Yeah. But I enjoyed the story. Um, but today we talk about La Llorona, or better known as The Weeping Woman. And Well, I guess not better known, but translated to The Weeping Woman. Um, so, yeah. That's kind of what the topic about uh, that we're going to be doing today. Like we said, it's kind of short. Um, if you do know about La Llorona, it, I mean, you probably already know that there's not much to talk about, if you will. Well, I guess there's some to talk about, but there's not much uh, like details to cover. Right. You know? Both Brennan and I were talking. We're like, dude, this is like this is a cool story and all, but I feel like I was able to do an hour worth of research and I got all I needed you know yeah it's not worth the like three or four plus hours yeah that each of us uh put into it just because a lot of it was everywhere you look it's like the same but different mm-hmm. um where just a few details are changed about La Llorona versus like what I don't know you talk to one person they're like oh it was because um her lover left her and somebody else just is like, she had a psychotic break because she found out that this boyfriend wasn't ever going to marry her. Like yeah. little minor details. Like it, it generally just like involved a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, something happened there. They had kids together and then she had like a psychotic break and she killed her kids. Right. But um, that's, that's kind of like the gist of like, Mm -hmm. just an example of how it's so similar. There's just minute details that people are changing. There's not really, um, like a big set thing, um, for them. Like most of the cryptids that we've talked about in the past, like they kind of have a set thing to where they're kind of like known as, uh, whatever. And everything's really close together. But I think it's because like La Llorona has kind of her own story, her own lore behind her Mm -hmm. that, um, it's easy for that story to just get changed every once right. in a while. Yeah, cause, and, and that's another thing that was – you just hit on a good point, but that's, like, another thing that a lot of these, these uh, people mention was that because it's passed down orally from, like, generation to generation, um, a lot of the details kind of get skewed. Not skewed, but changed according to whatever lore they want to indulge, if right. you will. Because a lot of it's, like um, – there was a few of them that was like, it was used as a cautionary tale to make sure that their kids like, listen, you know, like your kids acting like a little shithead. You tell them about La Llorona and how it's going to come get you. If you don't listen to your parents, Oh man, that's freaky as a little kid, you know? Right. And, uh, then there's other ones that, and this has been more of like a recent development, not recent, more in like the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, but (coughs) sorry. Um, it was more like, uh, like she was, she's seen as like a oh, what was that word almost like a like a powerful 
creature, like a powerful woman or whatever, yeah. you know, that girl power. Yeah, almost like that. <laughs> not, not that that's like a bad thing or anything, but um, that's kind of the idea that people are depicting now that it's like, oh, this is like she she's like a powerful spirit that preys on shitty guys, you know, or, and that's been a lot of like the story as well that she she mainly. Um, oh, I guess we can get into the story or yeah. I can give you guys background to kind of hit hit on this. And I will in a second. Um, you know, I'll just do it now. Go oh, for it. <laughs> okay, so um, it does come from Mexico, uh, at least from general. Generally, what I saw was all from Mexico. Um, some people did say it came from like the Spanish or out in Spain, stuff like that. But it's all mainly in Mexico, at least the stories that I read. Um, but the legend says that there was this woman named Maria. Um, she had like w- grown up in poverty pretty much her whole life. And then at one point, this Spanish conquistador comes by, sees Maria, and he's immediately like, um, what's the word? Kind of, uh, uh, um, he just falls for her. He's just like whipped. Yeah, whipped, exactly. He's just whipped immediately. And so they get married, they get together, and they have this wonderful few years where they're super in love. They have two kids. Um, eventually down the line, and this is kind of where a lot of the stories start to skew in different paths. Like some, some say that she just wasn't happy anymore, or she like thought she wasn't as beautiful as other other women, stuff like that. But the one story, the one that usually kind of it gets gets brought up a lot is that uh, Maria sees this conquistador with another woman that's more beautiful than she is, and out of like depression a fit of rage she throws her kids into the river because he sees her kids or she sees her kids as like the conquistador's most prized possession pretty much so she to get back of her husband throws the kids in the river and drowns them murders them um then after this like fit of rage that she has um like this blindness you know yeah um she realizes what she had done she gets really depressed and kind of like starts feeling very bad about what she's done. And so she commits suicide. Right. So after this happens, then she goes to the afterlife and then she's denied entrance because she had murdered her kids. So they say, sorry, you can't come in. You have to go look for your kids. And so she is like essentially cursed to stay on the earth until she finds her kids that she murdered. Right. And so there's like, she's, pretty much just cursed to wander forever for the rest of her life or for the rest of existence, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's, that's like the main gist of the story of the, well, I guess the lore behind her. Yeah. Um, obviously, and we talked a little bit, I don't know if you want to mention some other things that you saw, but that was like generally what I read in like the 50 stories that were out there. Well, not 50, there's like hundreds, hundreds of stories. There's so many. Um, Something that, I don't know, going through the story, something that just kept going in my mind, like, not going to lie, I feel like she was kind of like a pick-me girl. (laughs) Maria was just kind of like, oh, my God, pick me. I'm not like these other women. I don't care if they're, (laughs) I don't care if they look better than me or they're cuter. Mm. I'm different. I'm special. And then I can just imagine her, like, she gets to the gates of heaven and she's like, okay, I'm ready to go in because she thinks she's totally, like, yeah. the best bitch. Um, when in all actuality, like, 
She's just fucking like caring. Yeah. She's like, excuse me, St. Peter. <laughs> I want to talk to your manager. Where's God? Get God on the phone right now. Yo, bitch, God doesn't want to talk to your ugly ass. I'm not ugly. I'm different. I'm a special girl. You, God wants to know me. Pick me, God. <laughs> and then he's like, I, nah, nah, you go back to earth. Yeah. I don't care. Go You're not allowed find your in. children. <laughs> Secretly, like, he knows where the kids are. Yeah. <laughs> not with you, bitch. Yeah, not with you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Completely. Um, go ahead. Well, I don't know. She just seems like that kind of gal. Yeah. To where, um, you know, uh, I mean, think about it. She's trying to take out her own frustrations on everybody else like a complete Karen would do. Like, mm-hmm. She's literally just there um, going around and, like, Yelling at other people's kids because she's crotchety, right. apparently. Oh, well, so, and that's that's the other thing, too, that we, like, I guess, and kind of to hit on what Brennan just said about her yelling at other people's kids, it's like, because they, they use it as a cautionary tale a lot. Did we already, I don't know if I already mentioned this, but usually it's used as cautionary tale quite a bit to, like, tell your kids, hey, if you're misbehaving, La Llorona is going to come get you. Right. But... At the end of the day, I mean, who really knows what it actually was? Because if it, it was, if it is a spirit and she is like legit, then it's probably not. She's probably not trying to get other kids to to behave with their parents. You right. know, it's also been used as like a cautionary tale for like couples to stay happy with what you have, or else like this is this could be your doom. Your kids die, your husband leaves you, and you turn into a spooky woman of the river. <laughs> You die and you lose your dick. Yeah, you die <laughs> and you lose. Um, so, yeah, uh, she, let me just give a description, a brief description of her. Okay. Uh, obviously, she's a ghost. Um, people depict her to be a very sorrowful woman, just kind of sad, black, b- black, very long hair, like, yeah. and it's always wet, too, so it's kind of like, it's kind of string, not stringy, but just like lays flat. It's just kind of weird looking. Yeah. Um, she's in a white dress and a veil. Um, and then you always hear her wails or her crying at night. A lot of, a lot of people say that her wails, if you hear them, they're, it's like a call for death pretty much. Or like, a, or if you hear her wails and it's just like very bad luck. And that's if you're an adult. If you hear the wails as a child and you find, if you're unlucky to find it, La Llorona, then that pretty much you've signed your certificate for death, essentially. That's what everybody said. That is like, if a kid finds her, it pretty much means they're dead, which is crazy to me because it doesn't really make sense, in my opinion, because it's like, if she's so upset about killing her kids and then she's now put back on earth to like find her kids why would she kill kids she's killing kids because she doesn't want anybody to have what she can't have i guess that's true like out of like a frustration to get like revenge almost yeah i see everybody else's kids i can't have these kids the other thing that i read too was that like she um she wants to maybe she's not killing the kids but in her sense to us yes she's killing these kids but in her sense she's like oh i found my kids i found my kid I'm going to take him. She just has like dementia. Right. <laughs> Almost something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where she in love her because she's been searching for her kids, quote unquote, for so long that she like, every time she gets another kid, it just, she just forgets immediately. Cause it's, it's like her only goal. Like, like I need to find my kids. I need to find my kids. You know? Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then the other interesting thing was that like the harbinger of death, it, it, uh, I, I feel like there was a lot of parallels being drawn to, um, like the Irish with the Irish weeping woman. Yeah. Um, I, because she's also like a, like a siren. If you hear her, it means like death is on its way or like a big, like a really bad thing is going to happen to you. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting that they were drawing parallels, even though the, like the weeping or the La Llorona isn't there's, I mean, we're so far from like, um, uh, why can't I, I was going to say Irish and then I was going to say England. Um, uh, why can't I remember Ireland? Ireland. Yes. <laughs> we're so far from like Ireland and like Scotland and stuff that you wouldn't, you wouldn't think there were any parallels, especially with such old kind of, um, spirits or mythologies, you know? Yeah. That there's parallels like that being being connected where a weeping woman is like a harbinger of death. You right. Know? It's very weird. Um so yeah, that uh that kind of honestly that pretty much sums up La Llorona. It's very very short, very uh not not much going on really. Um there in the stories too, the stories are frustrating to try and try and pick apart because I feel like every single story I would read it and it was like, oh yeah, this guy was walking down the street and he saw La Llorona. Yeah. And then he never saw her again after he left. I was like, what? Okay. That was kind of like super cool, but not that cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I want, I want a little more meat to the story, you know, <laughs> like, it's just frustrating. I, uh, cause in, even when I was younger too, mm, cause I'm Hispanic, I'm Mexican and my parents have like brought her up as well. Like, oh yeah, she's going to get you if you don't listen, you know? And, and I always thought to myself like, oh man, I wonder what's behind that, you know? And I didn't, never, never went out of my way to research it until now. And now that I understand it, I'm like, man, that was so lame. As a kid, obviously it's so scary. And I think we all have like, oh, like the boogeyman for instance, you know? Yeah. Like your parents tell you, oh, the boogeyman's going to get you if you don't get in your bed or stuff like that. And it was kind of the same thing with uh, La Llorona. It was like, oh, you're not paying attention to me. You're not eating your food. You're not doing this and that, whatever. She's going to come get you, you know? I don't know. Kinda you sucks. literally just hurt her feelings. She's such a pick-me girl, and you just <laughs> called her lame. Yeah, dude, she's going to come kill me now. <laughs> she is. She's going to show up, and she's going to be like, <laughs> literally. And she, you know, I was also thinking, you know how she's, like, constantly crying all the time? And, yeah. like, she's wet because mm-hmm. she's crying so much? Bro, who needs the government to pay me, me like, give me water uh-huh. when I can just get my own, like, Urona and, like, throw her in the pipes? <laughs> just throw her in your endless supply of water. Basically. Just throw her in your, put her in, like, the ceiling or something. Dude, we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Send her to freaking Africa, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We just got to keep the saltines out of her diet so uh, it's not so salty. It's messed up. But, um... <laughs> And keep her away from the kids. We can, yeah, well, and her. the drunk men. And the drunk um, men. But, you know, maybe we can have the women. I don't think I heard too much about her killing women. I think no, she just well, gets jealous. Yeah, she, um, a lot of the time, too, it's, like, said that she only targets, like, women and stuff. Um, yeah. In, like, the stories. And, again, like, we can keep, I'll keep reiterating this just because that's pretty much all she really is. But she wants to just get the kids, you know? Yeah. Um, And so she usually just targets like single woman because and women that have kids obviously right um 
because they don't have anybody else to protect them, you know? And so she goes and gets the kids or, or like not possesses, but it's said that she has like this other power of like where she can, like if the kids hear her wailing or whatever, um, that it almost gives them, gives her like a, Oh, what's the word? Um, like like a persuasion. She it gives her persuasion to get the kids to come out to come find her instead yeah. of her finding them. Um, so that, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. She's not too there, and that's the frustrating thing about this is that there's not too many like scary stories in my opinion. Um, that's where another another thing came up to when we were talking prior to the episode was that the movie that was produced in like 2014 or 2016. The Curse of La Llorona is like, yeah, kind of like a joke, in my opinion, just because it was so far off of what the actual, um, like story was, what the actual lore was. You know, she she like is crazy, like this crazy spirit in in the movie, but in most, if not all, the occasions, it's more of like a, I saw her, she freaked me out, so I ran. Yeah. Or I saw her, and then I knew immediately that my time was coming, or something like that. You know. Right. It wasn't ever like, oh, she started to target my children or targeted me. She touched my kid and then got this weird burn or whatever. Like, (laughs) and uh, then then that meant like she was going to come kill my kids, whatever the movie was. I briefly like I read the synopsis of it and I remember like watching probably the last little bit of it when I was younger. Um, But it was just kind of dumb. I don't know. And uh, that's the hard thing with these like movies and whatnot and i don't know tell me your opinion on this but i think they're all just kind of like they make me laugh a lot of the time yeah like my wife and i went to go see oppenheimer the other day yeah and they played a trailer at the beginning (laughs) and i dude i could not stop laughing it was like it's a new it's like a new remake or a new like uh sequel to an older horror movie which one was it i don't remember i'm trying to it, it just barely they just barely started releasing trailers and stuff but it's like these two little girls, they go out into the forest, they go missing for a few days and come back and they're possessed. Um, but the only thing I could think about during that whole time is how big they made the girls' foreheads look, dude. <laughs> They're big-ass foreheads. They were like like six, seven-inch foreheads. Their hairline was receding like an old man, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I just could not stop laughing. And I was like sitting there. I felt like, I felt like so weird because everybody was just kind of in like, like a – Everyone's just kind of freaked out, and nobody's yeah. making any noise. And I'm like sitting there, like like this, almost <laughs> like trying to keep my voice down because I'm like giggling and laughing. And I just felt bad. I'm gonna here. Let me try to find this uh, the the movie name because then because then uh, the listeners at home and can hop on and watch the trailer and just look at how giant their foreheads are. Oh my gosh, I get what you kind of mean though, like um, about how a lot of those movies like they're kind of funny. Yeah. Um, like, I keep telling people I'm super excited to watch the Meg, too. Um, yeah. Like, the first Meg wasn't really that good. But, you know, oddly enough, like, every once in a while, I'll get, like, this craving where I'm like, yeah, I need to watch a Meg. Like, <laughs> I need to watch a, dude, It's that, not a good movie, but, like, I need to watch the Meg. What's that guy's name? Um, oh, the J- bald one? Jason Statham? 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 I think that's his name. Yeah, that guy is, uh, he's in a lot of movies, but they're all kind of trash most of the time. Oh, look. Okay, it's its The Exorcist. Oh, Believer. really? Yeah, dude. Look at these girls' foreheads, bro. Bro. <laughs> Dead ass. Shoot. 
Those things are huge. Dude, I could not get over it in the theater. I was seriously, I was sitting there like, holy smokes, what is this? This is they've got to like. Oh, look! Here's an even better picture. That's more oh like Smeagol, bro. Yeah, they look like Smeagol. Look at that. <laughs> they actually, do. dude, bro, that picture looks exactly <laughs> like Smeagol. Dude, it looks like Smeagol just, just drew like a upside down cross on his head. Basically, yeah, I don't know, but that's that's the yeah. issue that I have with like these these like uh, new movies or kind of um, these stories that I'm like, oh my gosh, like it, nothing really kind of freaks me out yeah. to the point of like, unless it's like like um kind of um stories like for instance like the wake last time that kind of stuff freaks me out because that's somebody's experience that they were able to make it out of you know mind you it could be completely made up story blah blah blah, this and that but um like these movies like the exorcist yeah it's just like if i went to go watch it the only thing i could think about were their giant foreheads (laughs) that's it or like now how they look like smeagol you know (laughs) i I wouldn't be able to get that out of my head like oh my gosh you look like smeagol did you go see the uh, oh the Evil Dead the new one the new no. Evil Dead movie, bro? That one is pretty freaking baller. That's a good movie. Scary or like actually good? Like actually good. Really? Like, uh, it has some good scare parts. Like I've, you know, I like to watch scary movies and I don't get super like into them that much. But like this one, I was moving around and you know at the end of it, I made a mistake because I even told like because I took a date on that movie. Oh no! I was like, oh yeah, like this is gonna be fun. It's a scary movie. Ha ha ha. You know whatever. But no, like after we're done, I had to sit there and like apologize to my date what? because I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry I chose that movie. I did not know it was going to be like that. <laughs> is it rated R? Yeah, it's rated R. Oh, yeah, it is it not a insane. first date movie. <laughs> no, Dude, bro, you went on a first date to a movie. It was their idea. I just got to pick the movie. Oh wow! But usually, I feel like uh, we hung out first. That's what oh, we do. You we usually it. do like two or three hours before the movie, and then okay. the movie. See, itself. that's good. That's good. If you just go on like a first date and you take him out to a movie, I think that's kind of like not like it, that. It should be frowned upon, but it's like, yeah. well, how are you supposed to get to know them? You know. Right. How are you supposed to know if you're gonna like you want to go on a second date? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was a miracle I even got a second date after that. I thought it was over. I was straight up like that night. I was staring <laughs> at my phone and I'm like, I am so sorry. And I I even <laughs> told everybody. I texted everybody. I was like, Yeah, I just uh, took somebody to the Evil Dead uh, Rise. The Evil Dead Rises. I think that's mm-hmm. what it's called. And or Rise of the No, I don't know. And I was just like, Yeah, I just took somebody to this movie and. Our first date just turned into a last date. Oh, there's shoot. no way because <laughs> it is like the gore is like a ten out of ten. Oh, geez, it looks really realistic too. But like at the same time, the plot line actually is pretty scary, and the actors they were perfect at the thing. And it doesn't even end how you think it's gonna end. Like it was a legit like good movie, but you know, uh, definitely go watch it. It's on. Um, you know, I think I almost want to buy it so I could keep it just in case it ever leaves like a streaming yeah. platform. Mm-hmm. But it's on um, it's on HBO right now. Oh, really? Yeah. If you oh, have cool. HBO, then just I like, have HBO. Maybe yeah. I'll give it a watch. Do it for sure. Should I watch it alone? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I probably now that would. you mention, if I get drunk, I'll watch it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're just terrified forever. Uh, no, if I'm drunk, I can hardly like remember. Oh, nice. Like. Uh, the first time, like, I ever got, like, drunk, um, I had to do, like, eight shots with this old coworker of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, she left, like, the the lab before I did. Mm-hmm. But um, it was, like, New Year's, and 
she put on like Dave Chappelle in one of his shows. Yeah. Um, and we were supposed to get drunk and like watch that. Bro, I couldn't pay attention. My like long term memory did not work. <laughs> I was just kind of like staring at it and I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Uh, and then it, like if you asked me to repeat any of like the jokes or tell you anything that went on. No, I, I remember watching him and I remember talking to my coworker, mm-hmm. but like very like not as clear as I would have mm-hmm. thought I would. Yeah. But um, no, but also just like listening. Yeah. <laughs> also listening to you talk about the 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 movie La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, yeah, that's how we got into that tangent. How is yeah shitting on that movie because it was but bro like that movie would scare me listening to the plot like it sounds pretty scary because you talked about how she's touching kids oh my god yeah on the loose pedophile on the loose basically i think that's just something that i i always have on the brain i'm just like suspicious of everybody being a pedophile What's that on your brain dude bro i think i think no no joke i think it happened from scouts I think, no shit. yeah, I think, um, cause there's this training video that mm-hmm. they had the scout masters like watch and my ex stepdad, Brad, like he had to watch it. And I remember like hearing different parts about it mm-hmm. and <laughs> about all the ways like a scout master can be inappropriate with like a scout. Oh yeah. Um, well, and they then, definitely, like, I mean, the rapey pedophile vibes from it too. Look what happened, you know, like uh, it was for a reason they were making watch those videos and now right. obviously it's all been like abolished. Right. Much, so, and it was really interesting. It's been abolished, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like no longer a thing. I mean, like, scouts exist, but like the LDS church has nothing to do with them. Right. Um, but uh, no, there is one thing, and I think this is why I remember this one scoutmaster so much is because in the video, it said one of the ways you can identify kind of like a predator mm-hmm. um, is like when they touch the back of like somebody's neck or they grab like a kid by the back of the neck. What like, the heck? that's a sign of them kind of like. Like asserting a dominance, almost. yeah, Ugh. and it it can it's it's inappropriate. Like it could be a sign of something uh, a little bit more like I don't want to say sinister, but mm-hmm. like sexual. Yeah, and I got super nervous one time because um, we were in the grocery store one time shopping with one of these scoutmasters. Yeah, um, and I didn't think I was acting like a spaz, but then one of these scoutmasters grabbed me on the back of the neck just like that. And it sent like a chill up my spine. Like I was absolutely terrified because I remember, and I swear it was maybe like two or three months before that oh, I heard wow. this video that like it happened. And then I was like, Ugh, SVU. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> how it was. And so um, I think just because of that training and like now suspecting every single adult about being a pedophile. Yeah. That now like anything that sounds like even the least bit like pedophile to me, I immediately like pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah, just red, little red lights flashing. Like, what? Basically, yeah. La Llorona, alone with a child, and touched <laughs> them, and gave them a little burn. Like, <laughs> like, oh, what's going on here? That's chlamydia. Oh, <laughs> just <my God>. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, no, like, for yeah. real. Sounds yeah, no, like I a scary you. movie. I don't know, man. I, I don't, like I, like I said, I remember watching the last few minutes of the movie, um, I was actually, I remember it because I was at, um, my barber's place. I was yeah. getting a haircut and that was the movie they were playing. Um, but eventually what ends up happening is that they like, and I might butcher this because I was barely paying attention, but they like go out and drown her in the pool or something like that Yeah. at the end of it. 
and I just thought it was like this is so dumb. And um, like I said, I did I did do like a brief read over the synopsis, and it a lot of the details like they tried to do, like for instance, like that grabbing the kids and like and like being able to persuade them to come to her, you know? Yeah. Um, that was like their interpretation of how she was so close with her kids before, and they would always listen to her. And Is that like, how she oh, like man, got him like, in the river? She was yeah. like, I love you. Like, but you know, well, in but my the thing is that kids are retards. I mean, <laughs> they're stupid Damn. as fuck because, like, um, if you're gonna, because there was two of them, and it's not like she drowned him at the same time. She drowned one first, and then the second. Like, if you're the second child and your mom just like murdered your brother or sister, like, how <laughs> fucking stupid do you have to be <laughs> to then like listen to her be like, hey, you want to come here take a swim with mommy? <laughs> no, no, no. But that's <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But maybe I should have gone a little deeper in this. But <laughs> it is said that she was walking near a river, yeah, and then she saw her husband in like a carriage with a beautiful woman. Yeah. And so she grabbed her kids and threw them into the river and pushed both their heads down at the same time. So they had like no way to get out, get away from it. Cause they're two kids. They're yeah. two little kids, you know? And, um, but that's what I'm saying is that like prior to this, apparently the kids would listen to her so well because they loved their mom so much. Yeah. And so there, the movie's interpretation of that was, Oh, she can touch you, mark you and then persuade you now to listen to yeah. her. Yeah. Which I thought was just hella dumb. I was like, man, what the heck is this? Like, I don't know. Baptism by mommy. By mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Baptize me, mommy. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> um, but. but yeah, I don't know. And and again, that just kind of, it's the same issue that a lot of these like horror films have, in my opinion, because a lot of the horror films that come out nowadays, I feel like aren't really, they're just there to like, it's always, it's always some demonic kid or some possessed spirit. It's nothing yeah. like I want to see a movie about like, Oh, for instance, like, um, I think the first, the very first, not remake, but the very like first sequel of Halloween back yeah. in like 2020 or 2018 or whatever, when it came out, that one was great. It wasn't like scary, but I, I definitely was like on the edge of my seat, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the frustrating thing is that the new, the next movies after that two and three whatever they've done they've kind of made Michael to be out like this uh like this ins- unstoppable like immovable creature like in the second movie they like shoot him a bunch of times stab yeah. him a million times like isn't this guy just a human you know like w- w- since when did he be- become this uh like creature you know that yeah. that is in in pervious to damage like it just doesn't make sense but the first one I loved. Because it was, it was, I felt like it was very well done. It kind of um, put Michael into this light of, yeah, it's a terrifying, like, serial killer. Right. And I want more horror movies like that, you know? Horror movies that instead of um, only ever seeing some possessed thing or some demonic yeah. thing, I want it to be like, well, shoot. What if, uh, oh, and you know what, what I really liked was um, what you said last episode that you brought up it was like dude what if they made a movie about a wig in new york yeah you know like that that kind of hides in the subway i thought that was like oh that would be a really good movie if somebody was able to produce something like that and make it like look good make it efficient that would be sweet dude because then it's like oh you start off the plot with like like homeless people going missing or whatever oh yeah something like that something freaky and then 
and then investigators like that would be something scary get the you know? jaded investigator in there the detective <laughs> yeah. who's yeah. then like looking for it everywhere exactly like and something he, like that you yeah. know and and uh that's what i i find frustrating now is that these movies are mainly just to try and like prey on that that like mind of somebody that really like has a a belief in that kind of stuff yeah. not that i don't i think there are things out there that are freaky like that but i just don't really fall into that category of being scared by those movies maybe right. i just haven't found the right one but i really do i think i would be scared if they made something like the wig movie that would be freaky dude like that's just spooky or or based off of like a real life event you know i don't know what what it could be but 9-11 <laughs> yeah something i that'd don't know be pretty scary like in the tower like somebody depicted in the tower yeah that'd be terrifying and you then know? like it's all on fire mm-hmm. and then them just like panicking and you get to see that panic and yeah. just it would be i mean never mind i take that back that would not be a great movie yeah it would be i mean and that's the thing where do you draw the line of like is this okay for me to make something like this because 9-11 was just such a hard time for a lot of people right and it it caused a lot of heartache and headache and i think people would be frustrated but then again the they like made the movie about the the boston right bomber i don't know if there's enough content in like that 9-11 like accident for somebody Mm -hmm. to really like drag it out i feel like it would almost lose a lot of like the actual evidence if it not evidence a lot of the actual like events like it wouldn't seem Mm -hmm. as real if they made a movie just because um you know, Hollywood's going to add stuff. Yeah. And, you know, there were people inside that building and it was burning and mm-hmm. like, but I don't think there would be enough like runtime, mm-hmm. I guess, um, unless they did an entire like office drama beforehand. Yeah. That's kind of like what I, I was thinking. But. They could do like a, like a depiction of somebody in the plane and then somebody in the building. I think they did do one of those. I think I saw a, oh, really? uh, yeah, I think I saw a 9-11 movie mm. where they ended up, like, landing the plane or, like, crashing in a field because yeah. they took over from the terrorists. Right. Uh, I don't know what the movie's called. It was a pretty good movie from what I remember, but, like, yeah. They didn't hit the tower, luckily. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would have been a... You know, I feel like they didn't do an ending like that because um, think how, like, mad people would be at that ending, just, mm-hmm. like... Uh, because at least they felt like they had a victory at the end when the people took over. Right. Um, and even though like none of them knew how to fly the plane and they ended up like crashing it and mm-hmm. they, I think they all died. Um, they, they kind of won because they got rid of the terrorists. Right. Yeah. yeah. Versus like, there's a win there. Like you're saying, yeah. 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 At the end where you have all these people freaking out on the plane and then mm-hmm. the terrorists like achieve, like achieve their goal. I feel like there's no actual, like victory and so i feel like people wouldn't like that either right because that's something that people don't like they don't like realism i found out like well and that's kind of we hit on that a little bit ago with that movie um sound of freedom yeah because that is such a real thing and such a prevalent or not a prevalent uh, like a real issue i think people don't want to acknowledge it because it just shows how kind of messed up the world is really in reality like it is very sad but people don't want to acknowledge it because then there goes their their kind of um protecting you know there there goes their their shield of like i want to stay in the dark about these things i don't want to hear it if i never hear it like it's the same saying as like uh, ignorance is bliss right as soon as that barrier breaks of the ignorance then there goes all your 
safety net. You know, you you now know that the world isn't all what it's cracked up to be. It's kind of shitty, you know. And um, to hit on that, what you said, if they were to make a movie with like actual real life events like 9-11, I think people yeah. would be very hesitant to want to go watch it because it's pretty upsetting. Um, <clears throat> I think it's interesting overall, but like there's a lot of different movies and there's a way like Hollywood could take all of this stuff and go like more realistically, but they, I don't know. They choose not to because it doesn't sell well. Exactly. If you were to go to a movie and it goes like realistically and it's about like this tragic event, um, where, you know, the quote unquote good side of humanity loses, Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to really like it. And it's why I don't know if a lot of people are familiar, familiar, are familiar with the the crucible but that doesn't end happy like right. and that's why that that play that whole thing was such a uh, a controversial thing when it came out not only is it like um something that was trying to speak on mccarthyism of that time mm-hmm. but it's this deeper um thing to where people were upset because you know the protagonist of that john proctor tried all he could to like fix everything and to make everything right. Right. And he failed. Right. He failed at the end and it cost him everything. Uh-huh. And so, um, people didn't like that. People mm-hmm. don't like realistic endings because you know, in all honesty, that's how it is. We talk about the American dream, which we all want and we all want to shoot for. We all want that success. Mm. But when it comes down to it, not everybody's going to be successful. You right. could work your entire life for something. And then in the end, just not achieve it at all. Right. That's real. That's realistic. Yeah. And that's versus, the shitty thing about life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you know who really needs to hear that? Who? La Llorona. <laughs> She's such a pick me that she just doesn't get Still it. Still on that grind, huh? <laughs> Yeah. She just needs to understand, yeah, life isn't fair. Yeah. yeah sure, this guy got a boner for another girl and left uh-huh. her. But she's got to move on. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Why, why move on when you can just drown your kids? Yeah, you know what? Shoot, these poor innocent babies that I'm supposed to love and are obedient to me. Psh, yeah, <laughs> why not dunk their head him. in water until yeah. they stop moving? You know, who cares? No big deal. An obedient hey. child is a quiet child, dude. That's cheaper, anyway. Oh yeah, no kids to feed, no Shoot. beds to, to to buy. And you just got dinner for at least yeah. the next week. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, just to remind everybody, cannibalism isn't technically illegal at all just don't kill your kids for it yeah yeah um oh and then sorry to hit on uh something that you just mentioned yeah well i guess that we've been mentioning but and like i said i just went to watch oppenheimer a few like a week ago yeah but i feel like that was kind of the same they were walking a very fine line in that movie where they were trying to show the realism because obviously in i think regardless of what your views are on the Adam bomb. Um, in my opinion, well, I guess let me hit, say this. It was a bad thing. Yeah, it definitely was bad. We killed a lot of people. The decision to, uh, drop a bomb was yeah. not good. Um, besides that, if you believe, Oh, it was great that we were able to do it or that we were able to do something great or something. So, extraordinary if you will um to make a bomb in just a few years like it's it's up to your own opinion but um they walked a very fine line within that movie where they showed how much they didn't really well 
they tried to depict the damage that it caused in within a few scenes but i think the hard thing with that was that they didn't want to like you said because it's hollywood they don't want to show all the bad because if they show all the bad then people aren't going to like the movie right they're not going to go want to go watch it because if they're like oh this is this is just sad it's kind of like it's almost like the same idea that everybody has with the barbie movie right the people that they're like, oh, this is like super anti-men. It's like everybody hates men now, all this stuff. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, that's not really what they're trying to do. Obviously, I mean, and sorry if this is a spoilers ahead. Maybe stop listening now if you haven't seen uh, Barbie. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but they do depict Ken in the movie to be like the lesser in Barbie land or whatever. Yeah. And so at the end of the movie, they're like, okay, we need to start changing our ways and let Ken make his own decisions and vice versa. In the real world, they're like, oh, a woman should be stronger. At the end of the day, it's not really, it wasn't about like, oh, I want to be super anti-man, whatever. But at the same time, there's so many people that are ragging on it and hating it because yes, there are some themes in anti-men, but that wasn't the whole gist of the movie. Right. And so the people that are ragging on it or hating on it and writing these horrible reviews, blah, blah, blah. And I think the same thing is probably going to happen with Oppenheimer saying like, oh, well, this movie just shits on Americans. Right. Um, because, yes, they put Americans kind of a bad light at times, but it's not like throughout the whole theme of the movie. Right. But I think, like you said, the Hollywood producers understand understand this and have to kind of maneuver and, and walk this fine line of what can we say, what can we do um, where people won't get pissed at us because of something, you know. Right. Um but yeah, dude, there was, it was a heavy movie. If you guys haven't had a chance to go watch it, I would definitely give it a watch. It was pretty heavy. It, it uh, shows a lot of cool things, um, the process of the big boy. But other than that, it uh, it was very interesting to see the kind of fallout and, and the behind the scenes of everything and how Robert Oppenheimer kind of took such a he took it very hard afterward after they built it yeah you know and a lot of the scientists in that in that uh um the uh uh, facilities also took it very very hard right some people took it great you know but it's up to your own decision but yeah if you haven't seen it go watch it barbie's pretty funny too if you want to go watch that but you know why there's no pregnant barbie barbie right why (laughs) why because ken came in his own box oh my (laughs) god (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> dude there is there is in the he movie though. there's a pregnant barbie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 again spoilers spoilers if you haven't watched it but it's pretty funny they like Dang. they have this like pregnant barbie and then um <laughs> one of like the the like owners of martel or whatever the company name is like walks in and then he like sees her and he gets spooked he's like, ah! <laughs> like freaks out he's like oh i forgot that we made you <laughs> oh my <laughs> god so funny. wait 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 the the vice president or the president of Mattel Toys Mattel yeah whatever it was M- M- Mattel yeah yo <laughs> my ex like mission president uh-huh. he was the vice president of Mattel Toys at some point oh really that's yeah. crazy huh. he was insane dude <laughs> dang that's wild it was obviously it's, it's not actually them it's just like a it's Will Ferrell oh, okay as like the actor but anyway we have gone very very far off topic you're um, right um <laughs> but yes that was uh la llorona if you will if you want to do more research on it i'll spare you the time there is none <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of uh she's a basic bitch yeah pretty much <laughs> um there are a lot of interesting depictions of her um which i did that was like probably the the, the most interesting time that i had was just kind of looking at all the illustrations that people had um, some of the stories can be interesting, but I 
don't think I read a single one that ended in like, oh, my kids are gone now or something like that. Mind yeah. you, which is good. Obviously, <laughs> that's good. But it's it was mostly like I saw, like I stated before, but I saw the La Llorona. It scared me. I freaked out. I heard her crying, blah, 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 this and that. But um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist. Unless you have something else to add, Brennan. Um, yeah, not really. I mean, she just... What can I say? Like she's she's just the biggest pick me. That's yeah. that's all she wants. She cries a lot, and you know she likes to to steal kids. Yeah, you know uh, that kind of reminds me of what Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Go back to touching kids. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> allegedly, dude. Come on, it's alleged. Allegedly, this allegedly is, reminds uh, us of Dick Cheney. Come allegedly. on now. Shoot. Yeah, and allegedly he touched kids. Just kidding. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's a serious like. Actually, you know what? He did touch kids because he helped bomb kids in Iraq. He was there in the Iraq <laughs> War. That was him. He's the one who started the Iraq War. <laughs> he was George Bush's vice president when 9/11 happened. This guy's the reason why we had such a long war in yeah. Iraq, trying yeah. to fight terrorism. Mm-hmm. Like, there's terrorists there, but, like, this guy, like, he used it as an excuse because you know what he really wanted? Mm -hmm. He's a fucking pig. He loves money. Yeah. And he saw there was oil in Iraq and Iran and in all those Middle Eastern countries, and so he just got the biggest, like, oil hard-on there was and found the perfect excuse for... (laughs) going in there and throwing our poor boys on the ground yeah. um he threw our boys our boys on the ground so he could touch other boys with our bullets um, dang dude <laughs> it's been facts though it's for, for real, real, for real though like this guy he just he got a hard-on for oil mm-hmm. and he wanted money and yep. you know what that makes him more like the penguin wasn't the penguin like a business guy yeah yeah he's like a gangster and so yeah all he wants is money Freaking he really is the penguin, huh? Dick Cheney. That's all he is. He's a greedy, greedy bastard. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I can't believe this man and how he raised his daughter, Liz Cheney. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why she got absolutely demolished the last time, like, she tried to run for, right. for office again. And it's because, you know, she was taught wrong by this one guy. She made a mistake, you know. You know what? I take it back. She wasn't taught right because Dick Cheney would have played the politics. He would have made sure he That's stayed true. in. He, he yeah, he would have made sure that she was taught real well so he could still control. Yeah, he yeah. failed teaching her, basically. And, you know, they'll go back and they'll be like, oh, I tried to teach her morals and values. That's what she was doing. No, she just made a mistake. She read the room wrong. Yeah. And that's what happened. Or, you know, she just let her feelings take over. <laughs> like La Llorona. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... Um, yeah, that about does it for me. I mean, what can I say? La Llorona, Liz Cheney, Dick Cheney, they just got so much in common. I think yeah. they should uh, start a family. Oh, wait, La Llorona would kill him. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's it from, from us, really. If anybody has any feedback or um, really just wants to send any fan art, send it yeah. to... Um, or just questions in general, honestly. Yeah. We'd love to hear anything that you guys have to say. Um, I think feedback is awesome as well. You can um, ask about my uh, two divorces. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can also ask about like the two kids I had back in the 19th century that I like drowned. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and how I'm a single mom <laughs> left with two kids after my boyfriend left me. 
Oh my God. I love those kids so much. I think we should go to the swimming pool. (laughs) 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 Anyways, um, please send um, whatever to uh, shadow.valleypod at the dogenetwork.com. Again, um, shadow.valleypod at the dogenetwork.com. And again, this is Brennan. And this is Gabe. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. See you guys later.